0: Hey everyone, you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga Podcast. This is the weekly yoga Q&A. To ask a question, visit my website, lovebreezybreyoga.com, shoot me an email, find me on Instagram at yoga podcast or other social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, All of that, it's either Love Breezy Bree or Breezy Bree. All the information is in the description of the show notes. Thank you so much for your question. Let's get started. Namaste. In last week's yoga Q&A episode, we answered the question, what are mala beads? And in discussing mala beads, we also chatted about the idea that they are comprised of a 100 and eight beads in most cases and when they're not it's usually a half of that or a third of that for other reasons. Now in yoga you are going to come across the idea of 108 being a very sacred number but why? Now in eastern philosophy whether it's yoga or martial arts or even Ayurveda or Chinese medicine, you will come across 108, and it has a lot of beautiful spiritual connotations that come from some other religious practices of the people, rather that's Buddhism or Hinduism, and it has lended itself to become this very sacred number in the practice of yoga philosophy. It also shows up in other areas, including Greek literature, mathematics, and even science, as 108 degrees Fahrenheit is the internal temperature at which the human body's vital organs begin to fail from overheating. <laughs> so imagine that. Now, in Ayurveda, 108 pressure points are in the body. And so that is used as a litmus test to be able to create this energy in the body that becomes medicinal, same with Chinese medicine. So it's really fascinating. So let's go ahead and let's unpack 108 when it applies and comes to yoga. Now in yoga, 108 refers to spiritual completion. If you follow numerology, you'll also notice that one zero, and eight are all very highly energetic and abundant numbers in their own right. So it makes sense that it kind of has that idea of completion. Now, as we talked about with the mala beads, pratyama is often completed in cycles of 108, especially when you're using the beads, and also why you will see that sun salutations are often performed in nine rounds of the 12 postures, which also total 108. Now, by practicing chanting, breath work, or asana in rounds of the sacred number, the ancient yogis believed that we could align ourselves with the rhythm of the creation and ultimately bring an end to our cycle of reincarnation. Now, again, you do not have to, believe in this spiritual practice or even be against it but we are just talking about 108 and what it means when it comes up. Now if you do not practice traditional yoga that is really rooted in foundational disciplines that would adhere to some of these ideas then you may have never even heard of it and this episode could actually be the first time you've ever been confronted with with this idea. So don't fret. It's not going to show up in probably more of the modern yoga classes, but definitely those that have very deep spiritual connections back to Eastern philosophy, you'll definitely hear about 108. Now, how did yogis arrive at this 108? We're not exactly sure, but as I mentioned before, there's some other meanings to it, so perhaps that's why. Now, It seems to be this number that connects us to our place in the cosmic order. Now the distance between Earth and the sun is 108 times the diameter of the sun, so it is possible that our ancient ancestors knew this. I don't know, who knows, right? Now around the time that the ancient Vedic texts were being collected, which I've talked about in other episodes, are the oldest texts to be known as far as historically. They were far away from Stonehenge where it was built. And the Sarsen Circle is 108 feet in diameter so that might be what's happening there as well now in belize during the era of the mayans the high temple of lanamai i believe is how you say that was erected at 108 feet tall so that's the same height as the is it the tikal temple i believe in guatemala and within the temple And there's a temple in Mexico. The archaeologists believe that there is a second pyramid inside measuring 108 feet wide. So these temples built to worship and to house the souls of great leaders upon their death perhaps were used with this number to connect humans, not just to our son as giver of life, but to the creator, right? So a lot of spiritual background and belief systems happening around this number. Now in yoga, we are often reminded that as i mentioned we can start to drill down into our human form where we continue to find the 108 number over and over again where we are able to draw a five-pointed star representing a human being think the greek um human body and medicine right and we are able to draw that five-pointed star inside a circle which is considered a planet and we could find 108 degrees staring back at us from every angle so think about that greek connection there now deeper into the whole micro Cosm of the human being. It is said that there are 108 energy lines, or in yoga, we call those nadis, and they're converging to form the heart chakra. And 108 marmas, which are pressure points, as I mentioned earlier with Ayurveda, as sacred parts of the body. So 108 degrees Fahrenheit, as I mentioned, is also that temperature at which the human body's vital organs begin to fail from overheating. So Here we go. Now in astrology, our connection with destiny, 108 also appears frequently. The earth, for example, is said to have an astrological cycle of 2160 years, which is 20 times 108. (laughs) Now why there are also 27 lunar mansions in Vedic astrology spread over four elements or four directions, which is 27 times four, which equals 108. So you can also see all of those connections being made. Now, mathematically, there's also connections as this number is divisible by the value of its function, which is 36, and 108 is a refactorable number because it's divisible by the total number of its dividers, which is 12. So we can go on and on and on finding connections with 108. So. Throughout spiritual teachings beyond the traditional yogic texts, we are definitely reminded of this number in search for liberation. Hindu deities have 108 names, and India is said to have 108 sacred sites. There are other yoga or excuse me, other um, Eastern religions and philosophies that also believe in these ideas as well. In China, some forms of Tai Chi have 108 moves, while in um, Tibetan Buddhism, there are 108 delusions. Now, many Buddhist temples have 108 steps representing the 108 steps to enlightenment. And in Japan, At Zen Buddhist temples, a bell is actually chimed 108 times at the end of the year, closing a cycle to serve as a reminder of the 108 earthly temptations a person must overcome to achieve nirvana. So like the mantra AM, 108 seems to have an essence that connects us to the whole. Be it used to guide sun salutations, to tally up the number of chants to the divine, to count the steps leading up to a temple, or to measure the structures built for the heavens, it serves a reminder of the wonder and interconnectedness of the universe. Now, will we ever understand the deeper meaning of 108? Mm, Maybe not. There have been Greek mathematicians who offers us a clue with, and there's one in particular where he said, mathematics will reveal its secrets only to those who approach it with pure love so i guess if you're a mathematician and happen to practice yoga maybe you'll really be able to help with the idea of what 108 can truly represent but for the rest of us let's just trust and have faith in the idea that it is vibrating us on a higher level and just like in last week's episode where we discussed The Mala beads and how to utilize them. This is just another way for you to dig even deeper and have a way to connect back. So, whether it means anything to you or not, maybe give it a whirl, try meditating with it, or breathing 108 times using your Mala beads, or even just practicing the sun salutations as mentioned doing it in multiples until you reach 108 variations, right? You will see that, especially at New Year, Ashtanga... um, studios actually have these and they call them shalas but have these beautiful 108 sun salutation practices to ring in the new year so maybe you'll catch something like that and you'll think back to this idea and concept of the episode and want to partake so hopefully this gave us a little bit of insight whether it makes sense or not that's okay it's just nice to understand a little bit more than we did before thank you so much for listening Go in peace times 108. Namaste. I am so honored that you're listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher.